Outside the ocean of yogurt is another island known as Purkaratipa, which is 6,400,000 yogurts, 51,200,000 miles wide, twice as wide as, as wide as the ocean of yogurt. It is surrounded by an ocean of very tasteful water as broad as the island itself. On Pushkara Deepa, there is a great lotus flower with hundred million thousand pure golden petals. Wow! As effulgent as the flames of fire. The lotus flower is considered the sitting place of Brahma, who is the most powerful living being and who is therefore sometimes called Bhagavan. <coughs> Next verse. Taddipa Madhye Manasottara Mamaika Evarachite Parachine Vasayor Mariada Chaloyuta Yojana Charayano Yatratu Chadus Chatasru Dikshu Chatvari Purani Loka Paranam Indra Dinam Yad Parashita Suya Ratasya merum paribramata samsambhatsatmakam chakram devanam yaho ratravyam paribramati. In the middle of that island is a great mountain known named Manasottara, which forms the boundary between the inner side and the outer side of the island. Its, its breadth and, and height are 10,000 yojanas, 80,000 miles. On that mountain, in the four directions, are the residential quarters of Devika Sacha Indra. 
in the chariot of the sun god. The sun travels on the top of the mountain in an orbit called the Sambatsara, encircling Mount Meru. The sun's path on the, on the north side is called Uttarayana, and its path on the south side is called Dakshinayana. One side represents the day for the demigod, and the other represents their night. The movement of the sun is confirmed in the, in the Brahma Samhita 552. The sun orbits around Mount Sumeru for six months on the northern side of and for six months on the southern. This, this adds up to the duration of a day and night of the demigods in the upper planetary system. First, The ruler of this island, the son of Maharaj Priyavata, named Vidhihotra, had two sons named Ramanaka and Dhataki. He granted the two sides of the island to these two sons and then personally engaged himself in activities for the sake of the Supreme Krishna Godhead, like his elder brother Medhatiki. Tatvarsha Purusha Bhagavantam Brahma Rupinam Shakarmakena Karmanakyaya Antitam Chadadharanti For the fulfillment of material desires, the inhabitants of this tract land worship the Supreme Krishna the Godhead. As represented by Lord Rama, they offer prayers to the Lord as followers. As followers. Yattat karmana karmamayam lingam brahmalingam jano chajet jano chajet ekantam advayam santam tasmai bhagavate namaniti. Please repeat yat, which, that, that, karmamayam obtainable by the Vedic ritualistic system. <coughs> lingam, the form, Brahma Lingam, which makes known the Supreme Rama. Janaha, a person, Archayet, must worship, Ekantam, who has, who has full faith in the, supreme, in the One Supreme. Advayam, non different. Shantam, peaceful. Tasmat, unto Him. Bhagavate, the most powerful. Namaha, our respects. Iti, thus. Translation and purport by Divine Prabhupada. Lord Brahma is known as Karmamaya, the form of ritualistic ceremonies, because by performing ritualistic ceremonies, one may attain his position, and because the Vedic 
ritualistic hymns become manifest from him. He is divided, he, he is devoted to the Supreme Personality of Godhead without deviation. And therefore, in one sense, he is not different from the Lord. There, nevertheless, he should be worshipped not as the monists worship him, but in duality. One should always remain a servant of the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Worshipable Deity. We therefore offer our respect basis unto Lord Brahma, the form of manifest Vedic knowledge. In this purport, in this verse, the word karmamayam, obtainable by the Vedic ritualistic system, is significant. The Vedas say, Swadharmanista sata janma vipuman one who strictly follows the principles of Arnashan Dharma for at least 100 births will be rewarded with the post of Lord Brahma. Wow. It is also significant that although Lord Brahma is extremely powerful, he never thinks himself one with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He always knows that he is an eternal servant of the Lord. Because the Lord and the servant are identical on the spiritual platform. Brahma is herein addressed as Bhagavan. Bhagavan is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. But if a devotee serves him with full faith, the meaning of the Vedic literature is revealed to him. Therefore, Brahma is called Brahmalinga, which indicates that his entire form consists of Vedic knowledge. This is the description of Lord Brahma. In the previous verses, um, there's been no purpose, but it explains that the heavenly planets, the description of the heavenly planets. <coughs> Actually, heavenly planets within this universe is a, a description nicely explained in this. Um, part of the Bhagavatam and it's not that heavenly planets is different from the spirit, it is different from the spiritual world but it's, it's a very um, pleasurable place, mature pleasure. So the description of the heavenly planets that is within this universe and that is not connected to this world but there's a mountain there, that mountain is very big mountain. Uh, and it's um, so heavenly planets it's, it's surrounded that mountain it's just like sometimes there's a hill in the, in, a, in the city sometimes the hill in the city and the city around the hill so it makes even the city even more beautiful and when there's snow uh, the, the hill makes it more um, very beautiful to look at as part of the city. Similarly, this hill is, is, is surrounding. Yeah. So, but it's a very unique place, heavenly planets. But it's not so special because heavenly planets also, uh, people have to die after many years. They, they can live for a long time, but then after that, um, they have to also die. She named the name of the Lokavishanti. Krishna says, and when the pious activity is over, then I have to take their birth again in this world. 
But in fact, we are living in the middle planetary system, Bhu Bhuvaswat. The middle planetary system is where we are living, and the upper planetary system, the heavenly planets. Krishna is the creator of this universe, so it's very magical. Uh, is supported by spiritual energy, so therefore spiritual energy can do amazing things. It's not in, in the material world. If you want to make something, you require a lot of um, machineries, uh, physical work. But in the spiritual world, uh, everything is very magical. So heavenly planet is also Krishna's creation. It's a very magical place. And the topmost planet in this universe is known as Satyaloka. Satyaloka is where Brahma lives. Lord Brahma. Brahma is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. He, he has a very, very long life. He lives until this universe is uh, destroyed. He lives till then. He lives uh, according to his calculation, the Brahma local planet, is, he lives for 100 years. But that hundred years is millions and millions of lifetime of this universe. Because he is the creator of this universe, of this within this universe. He is a partial creator. So Lord Brahma, he is very, very spiritual because it's mentioned in the verse, Lord Brahma, he is not ordinarily living anything or living like a like any god. Lord Brahma is actually special devotee of Krishna, is meditating on Krishna. It's mentioned that Haridas Thakur, he, he is Lord Brahma. He came down as because when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came, different demigods came to participate in the pastimes. So he's associated. The Lord Brahma is like Haridas Thakur. So this particular Brahma is not the Brahma that talks about in the other universes. This, this Lord Brahma is a pure body of Krishna. So when this universe is over, the Lord Brahma, in fact, those who go to the Brahma Loka, they have a choice. From there, they can go back to Godhead. But if you go to Indra Loka or other heavenly planets, they're going there, they cannot go back to Godhead because they get entangled in sense enjoyment. But Brahma Loka, they have a very long life, but those people that live in the Brahma Loka with Lord Brahma and the Satya Loka, they are very pious. And then at the time of their dissolution uh, time or when they have to leave their body, they, they can go back to Godhead. Because after Brahma Loka, the next up going up upward is the spiritual world. So, not necessarily people who go to heavenly planet that they have the chance or choice to go back to Godhead. But not everyone gets a chance to go to Brahma Loka. It's mentioned here, Prabhupada said, he had to take birth as a Brahman for 100 births, perfect Brahman, to take birth as Brahma. So this Brahma's post is very special. And um, mentioned in the Krishna book, Lord Brahma was meditating uh, on Lord Vishnu who was lying on the ocean. Uh, when the demigod came for the universe, there was a problem in the universe. And the Bhumi Devi took the shape of the uh, 
you know, calm. I went to Lord Brahma asking for help. So Lord Brahma, it's not that he could call him like in modern time. Those in the heavenly planet, they speak to God through heart to heart. That he got the message, they were meditating on Lord Vishnu and, and then <coughs> Lord Vishnu told Brahma that I'm coming. You know, he got the message. So instruction is everything in the spiritual world or in the heavenly planet is very subtle. It's not gross materialistic way of dealing things in this world. Like it's not it's not like they have machinery here and, and gross way. They have airplanes in the spiritual world, or they have airplanes in the heavenly planets that are uh, made of flower airplanes, pushpabhiman. That's in the spiritual world. And in heavenly planets they can fly with their own body. They don't have a wing, but they can fly wherever they like, as they wish. Because there's no boundaries. They can do whatever they like. Unlimited enjoyment. But the thing is, the difference between Brahma and the other demigods is that Lord Brahma is very, very Krishna. Lord Brahma, he is, <coughs> he, he, he is propagating Krishna consciousness. That's why he came down here as, as Haridas Thakur. So, devotees sometimes they take the post. They are their managers. But doesn't mean these devotees are materialistic. They are also management in the universe under the order of Krishna. Suppose um, in this world, in our modern time, if someone becomes a president of a country, perhaps if he is devoted, then it's good. So similarly, Brahma, he is the topmost. He is the creator of this universe. He is also a devotee. Just like it says, Raja Rishis that ruled this Bharatvarsh before. There were great kings that they had devotees that ruled the world. So it's not something we don't know or it's not that unusual for a devotee to manage the universe. In fact, devotees makes the best leader to lead the world. Of course, we are living in Kali Yuga in this middle planetary system. It's very difficult for devotees to, if we get a chance to become a president of the country, you know, we can somehow or another, we can make the world Krishna conscious, bit by bit. We have to become expert. So Lord Brahma is very expert. He is always compassionate. So it's not that the demigods, Lord Brahma is not considered to be demigod. He is devotee of Krishna. Lord Brahma is meditating on, on Vishnu. He, and he was on the lotus, sitting on the lotus. He was meditating on Lord, on Lord on the God. He was unborn. Lord Brahma is not an Aja, unborn, because he was born on a lotus. He found himself sitting on the lotus. He, he wanted to know where he came from. Who is behind the Creator? Who, is, who created Him? Where, where, how, he, how He came about? So, 
Lord Brahma is very intelligent and he is always searching the truth. He wants to know how he was born. That's, that's, that's normal. If anyone in this world wants to know who is the creator, who created us, who created this world, even though we have a parent that we are born out of, but we want to know who created everyone, who created this world. So that's why Lord Brahma is very, very intelligent. He wants to know who created him, why he just appeared to be on him, found himself on the lotus. So this is, he, he is the topmost of the human being in this universe, Lord Brahma. And Prabhupada is saying here that He is known as Brahman, is here addressed as Bhagavan. Bhagavan is the Supreme Personality of God Krishna. But if a devotee serves him with full faith, the meaning of the Vedic literature is revealed to him. So Brahma is known as knowledge, Brahman realization. So Brahman is one who is full of knowledge. So he is spiritual knowledge. So one who can know everything. That is Brahman. Brahmagan. So Brahman realization is, is one who is all the literature is revealed to him. Lord Brahma, all the knowledge revealed to him. So Prabhupada says here, therefore Brahma is called Brahmalinka, it's in this verse, which indicates that the entire form consists of Vedic knowledge. That's very interesting. And he is known as Bhagavan. <coughs> so, he, Krishna says that by all the Vedas am I to be known. There's that verse. By all the Vedas am I to be known. I to be known. So, <coughs> when you talk about knowledge, the, the purpose and the ultimate purpose of the knowledge, the essence of the knowledge, is to understand Brahman. Brahman, Brahman, Gan, this universe. But as a devotee, we know that this universe is not everything. We know there's a creator behind this universe. And that is Bhagavan. So sometimes Brahma is known as Bhagavan because he's created this universe. But Brahma is worshipping Krishna. He's a devotee. So sometimes you can call a devotee like a Bhagavan. <coughs> but <coughs> the meaning of Bhagavan is one who has spiritual knowledge. So here, the entire body of Brahma is knowledge. That means that one, the purpose of the Vedas, the purpose of the knowledge is to understand Brahman, the Supreme Brahman, Paramatma, the Supreme Krishna of Godhead. And Brahma is the representative of that. He is consists of that knowledge. He is the form of that knowledge, one who provides that knowledge to understand Krishna. That Brahma is this our Brahma, four-headed Brahma, and he is the devotee of Krishna. So, if you want to know Krishna, you have to know, you have to come to the platform of Brahman. Brahma Bhuta Prasanna Atma Krishna says, Brahma Bhuta 
one who is on the platform of Brahman realization, na sojati na kamsati, he is free from hankering and limitation. Na sojati na kamsati, Brahmabuddha prasannatma, prasannatma means he is satisfied, fully satisfied. So, Brahma, he is the creator, he has so much, he is the management of this universe. <coughs> That's why his forehead, he requires forehead to maintain this, to, to manage this, uh, this universe. But Brahma is very humble. Now, humility is not something you can just develop overnight. It comes from knowledge, it comes from realization, it comes from uh, teachings of the Vedas. So, Brahma, he is surrounded by opulence. He is creator of this universe. Why he himself is chanting, he is meditating on Vishnu. That is the position of a great Vaishnava. So, he, so this is why the Bhagavatam points out that there are so many great devotees who manage the universe, this universe, manage this world. Previously, those kings, there were Raja Rishis, saintly kings who uh, managed it so nicely and made everybody a devotee. He himself was a devotee. And they were in contact with the demigods. Those days of Satya Yuga and other Yugas, people of the world are very religious, very devotee. They are Krishna's devotee. And they, because the kings were making everyone Krishna conscious. And when they were not attached to their wealth. We don't have wealth these days. We think we have wealth, but it's owned by the bank. People have a house, but the house belongs to the bank because they have to pay the bank. Better to just pay the rent and leave. Because by the time you pay off your mortgages, you're already 70, 60 or 70. Then you live without anxiety, for a while, but then you have to die. So, the kings those days, they had real wealth, and they were not attached to it. And those kings, when they, when they turned 50, according to the time of that age, they would leave their family and their home and all their wealth. They go to the forest. They still, they are not attached to all that wealth the kingdom. So, those days, everything was traded by gold. Now there is no gold. They are printing money only, plastic money. You can wash it in the washing machine. Those days had gold, pure gold, like gold coins, like we read in the Bhagavatam. There is so much wealth. So, but my point is, those kings were not attached to it. When they had time to leave, they would leave and go to the forest. Because they knew, according to the Bhagavatam, Brahman realization is the highest. Devotional service to Krishna is the highest. Why Brahma is glorified here in the Bhagavatam? Because Brahma, he knows, he's a devotee, he knows that the highest wealth of a devotee is performing devotional service to Krishna. Krishna Bhakti. Devotion to Krishna. Everything else could stay here. So they are managing the planet, they are managing this world, they are managing the universe 
on behalf of Krishna. That is their only motive, how to please Krishna. They are taking up the, 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 the leadership, they are taking up the, the um, on behalf of Krishna. So it's service, devotional service. Managing a temple is devotional service because you are doing it for Krishna, you are doing it for Prabhupada. So Lord Brahma is managing this universe. When there is a trouble, Lord Brahma comes. He goes to the shore of the ocean, asks Krishna what to do. This is why Krishna came. Lord Brahma was in the ocean of the Satyadi, middle ocean, where Lord Vishnu was lying. And he, they messaged him, this problem in this world, what to do, please help. And then he said, he tell everyone I'm coming. That's how he appeared in Vrindavan as Krishna. Along, he, he told all of you demigods, go there, arrange that I'm coming. To take Dharma Samstapanaya, Sambhavami Yuge Yuge. Krishna says, I appear in this universe, in this world where there's a trouble. To reestablish Dharma, Samstapanaya, Sambhavami Yuge Yuge, millennium after millennium. Yuge Yuge, and to protect his devotees. So, it's not that <coughs> those Brahma is engrossed in saint enjoyment because he is given all the power and position. He is thinking, my, his only position is to maintain, is to manage the world, manage the universe on behalf of Krishna. He is taken up service as service to Krishna. He is not attached to any of this, the wealth around him. Like I said, his real wealth is attachment to Krishna. We have to learn from Brahma. So this particular Brahma is same Brahma as Haridasaku. He came down at Haridasaku. As because when Krishna came, the demigods came. They also came again when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. So it's not that <coughs> every demigod is sense enjoyment. <coughs> Just like when Prabhupada went to America, they are white people. They are just loitering around. But they are demigods, I'm sure. Because when Prabhupada came, they left. They, they assist Prabhupada. So they were, Krishna placed them there. And many people can say many things. But we don't understand. When, when the white devotees came to India, Prabhupada brought them to India. Indian Brahmanas and Vrindavan or some, they were saying, well, you, have, you have initiated them, these white people. But they haven't actually understood. They are not just, they took their birth in New York, in London, but they are not just, they don't know their previous birth, who they were. They are actually demigods. And it's mentioned in Bhagavatam, the God is higher than the demigods. Prabhupada said, Vishnu John, he, he is a Gandhava. He is a very handsome, tall American. And then you used to see people were attracted to him. He was chanting Hare Krishna. Even people who are not devotees, they are very attracted to his, uh, his, his figure and his singing. So we are living in, in a very, uh, in, in Hare Krishna movement. It's a, it's, a, it's a real thing. It's a real deal. You know, some people are thinking, oh, we are cheated. You know, this group. This. No, they don't nonsense. It's my trick. We are in the right place. 
why they have come. Prabhupada is here. So, demigods, uh, they are waiting to come down here to take birth in Varaparsh. It's mentioned. Because they know that when they come down here, it's easier to go back to Godhead. It's much harder to go back to Godhead from heavenly planets because the enjoyment is much greater. They can't just go back to Godhead because they sort of have sense enjoyment. Even here, how many rich people come to Hare Krishna? They, they are too attached to the money and wealth and, and, and family and everything. You know, they have their own airplane and, and they go here, going there, and people, uh, uh, they surround by wealth. They don't have time to think of God. Only some very rare uh, that they have taken to Krishna consciousness. But generally speaking, wealth is an impediment. This is why devotees, Nadhanam, Nadhanam, Nasandarum, we don't want these things because those are pains. We want Nasandarum, we don't want beautiful women, we don't want followers, Nadhanam, Nasandarum, we don't want uh, uh, wealth, Dhanam. We want na Bhakti, devotional service to Krishna. Because, but some very rare person, Rare devotees, they're surrounded by wealth, but they're not attached to it. Also, Krishna gives them like Prabhupada. Prabhupada is surrounded by wealth. Prabhupada, when he was here, he was surrounded by so many disciples. And they were very loving and they're worshipping him with so much opulent worship. But Prabhupada was very detached. Prabhupada was looking at the deity. Prabhupada was always meditating on Krishna. He was always saying, I'm the servant of my Guru Maharaj. He was not attached to any of the wealth in this world. So even though Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Nathanam, Nathanam, generally speaking, we are attached to those things. We become entangled. But pure devotees, like Prabhupada, they are not. So this, this goes for ordinary devotees. So therefore, we need to surround ourselves with Krishna consciousness. So previously, that's why previously the world was ruled by great devotees. But those great devotees, like I said, they were not attached to any of this thing. When time to go, they left behind everything. When it's time to leave, they thought, they were thinking, I'm here to manage this place because it's my service, by the time you go, they just left. They're not thinking what's going to happen to this. Their only concern is to Krishna conscious well-being of himself and their others. So sometimes here we see also, we have so much food stuff, so we're thinking, oh, I need to take it all. But don't worry, it's all we're taking care of. So sometimes, we are very in anxiety. That is natural. We should be anxiety for Krishna. But we also need to know that Krishna is the ultimate controller of everything. Everything will fall in this place. We go, okay, oh, now what's going to happen? But somehow it all smoothens out. Krishna is also testing us. Are we, is, am I the center of everything? 
Am I the supreme controller? Am I the controller? Krishna isn't the controller. Krishna is the supreme controller. And Lord Brahma, he is in charge of this universe. And he's not attached to it. Who are we? We have a little bit of wealth and we are attached to it. And he's running after Krishna. You see the Goswamis, they have so much wealth. They're running after Krishna. So, <clears throat> Brahma again, one who is self-realized, one who knows the, the Atma again, knowledge of the spiritual soul, knowledge of spiritual subject matter, knowledge of Bhagavan Krishna. Brahma again, spiritual subject matters, Brahman realization, not so to be no conqueror. They are poised, they are not disturbed, they are fully satisfied, like Krishna Atma they are self-satisfied. They are not hankering. That's why devotees are happy. Our happiness is, is not based on how much wealth we have, how well we are situated in the material world. Because material situation can be flickering. It cannot go with the body. So spiritual teachings is the teachings of Brahman to know Bhagavan Krishna. Brahmakam. The universe we see that we are living in, the planet we are living in, everything that we see are not us. There is a creator. That creator is God who created everything. He created us. So we need to always go to the root of everything. Who is behind all these things? Who created all these things? And then we will have no anxiety. Anxiety comes when we think how I have all this thing, how I'm going to maintain it. I'm getting old, I'm going to lose all this. That's come from attachment. So Lord Brahma is not attached to anything because he has Brahma knowledge. That's why he's known as Brahma. He has Brahma Gan. He has, he's fixed in spiritual knowledge. He's fixed in, in devotional service. And that's why Lord Brahma is very, is very pure, pure body. We similarly, we have to become fixed in devotional service, like Brahma, realize the Brahman knowledge. So, Brahman knowledge doesn't mean we see everything and we are part of that, that it belongs to me. I am that. That is Mayavadi impersonal concept. When devotee sees everything, the universe, the planet, and the ocean, and the, and the sky, uh, and the rivers, and, and uh, uh, all the mountains, all the beauty of this world. It's not that we know this, this is the work of someone who is very intelligent. A creator is there behind all these things. That creator is Brahma. And God created Brahma. Krishna said, Jat-jat-vibhutimasattam. All this, this, this is splendor. This splendor is but a, um, just a minute, splendid splendor of Krishna. Bibhuti. This portion of his opulence. The whole spiritual world is Krishna's creation. And the material world is Krishna's creation. And each of the planets, there is demigod. And there is and so many heavenly planets. 
and so many planets, so many universes, and so many Brahmas. This mentioned there are universes that are so big that they have thousand head Brahmas. These Brahmas can't imagine thousand head because the universe is so big, they would need much more brain to run those big universes. Our Brahma, for Brahma, is mentioned in the Krishna book. Uh, Brahma went to see Krishna in Dwarka 5,000 years ago. So then uh, they came to, Krishna was in the Dwarka in the palace, and the messenger went to tell Krishna that Brahma is here. So then uh, Krishna sent him back and he says, Who is Brahma? And Brahma got offended because Brahma didn't know there are other planets with bigger Brahma, with more heads. Then he, he sent the message to tell him that the four-headed Brahma. Yeah. Now, Krishna knows everything. He wants to just uh, uh, make him understand that he is not the only one. And then Krishna made all the Brahmas come. When, when he went in, there was all these Brahmas arriving. Some are 10,000 head, 1,000 head, and hundreds of thousand head. I can't imagine. These Brahmas are arriving. And our small, our Brahma forehead, he looks so tiny among all the uh, other Brahmas with so many heads. So, Krishna wanted to teach him that, you know, we are not. We are nothing. We are just Krishna's insignificant servant. You know. So we have to always remember ourselves that everything we have uh, is by the mercy of Krishna. Yeah. And we are given this facility. Someone is born in a rich family, someone is poor family. But it doesn't matter rich or poor. Everyone is eternal servant of Krishna. The real wealth of a devotee is that he's fixed in God consciousness. He is not depending on any material circumstances. He's fixed in God consciousness. He, his real wealth is he's happy in serving Krishna. So that's the position of Brahma. So that time Krishna did that to teach Brahma a lesson. That Brahma knew, I'm not the only one. I'm the small person. But he, he was fixed in knowledge. Why Krishna was showing that? Because Krishna knew this Brahma is very intelligent and he is a devotee and he will learn from this. That's why we as a devotee also, we are intelligent people, devotees are intelligent. So when something happens, Krishna is teaching us to, so we can learn more from things, to understand our position is that we are Jivya Shorupai Krishna into that. We are true servant Krishna. So this description of the heavenly planet, description of this universe, are there in the Bhagavatam. But the point of everything is, the heavenly planet is, 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 a, is a mature place. It, it, will have, it will come to an end, destruction. The people living there, they live for a long time, but they will also die because it's part of the material world. One day of heavenly, of us, our six months here is one day in heavenly planets. 
so they live very long life. <coughs> but after that long time, they also have to die. So it's not eternal, it's just longer, they live longer. So, intelligent person knows that after all these long years, I also have to die. Brahma said that to Hiranyakashipu. He said, even me, I'll have to die, because Hiranyakashipu wanted to live a very long life and not die, and, and the death will come. At the end there is death. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, for those who are taking birth, death is certain. When you take birth in the spiritual world, there is no birth there. We go there, there is eternal place. That's different. Material world, we have material body, death is certain. The soul doesn't die. But because we taken this body, we are affected, the body affects us. But the soul is not affected, but because we are sitting in that body, we feel uncomfortable. Just like sitting in a chair, an uncomfortable chair. The soul is sitting in, a, in an uncomfortable body, mature body, birth, death, old age, disease. But we are not affected by it. The soul is spirit, soul is eternal and is, is not material. But because right now we are born in ignorance, we are affected by this suffering through this world. We are encased, the soul is encased in the suffering of the material body, this ignorant body. So this is the knowledge we have to understand. The spiritual knowledge, the Brahmagyan is to understand when we can know these things clearly from the Bhagavatam, teachings of the Bhagavatam, then will be more fixed up in spiritual life and are affected by the various material circumstances, happiness and distress or any circumstances we live in, we can continue to serve Krishna without being affected by it. But in order to be not affected, we have to understand Brahmagyan, be fixed in spiritual knowledge. The devotee is very intelligent where chanting Hare Krishna, we are doing our service, but we are also studying so about books to know why we are doing these things, what is the purpose of my being here, how to become a better devotee of Krishna. It's not that I am doing service to Krishna as a job, it's because this is our dharma, this is what we are meant to do, that is the purpose, our existence is to connect ourselves with God and serve Him. So this is the position of Brahma. Brahma realized that. That he is the highest person, he is topmost living entity. And he is so topmost. He, that's why Prabhupada said, 100 births as a Brahman, a perfect Brahman, you can become a Brahman. So you can imagine how great he is. But, and this Brahma is, even though he has that, such a great position, he's fixed in knowledge. He's performing devotional service to Krishna. He wants to bring everyone from his planet to his, to the spiritual world. Because he's, they're already up there. It's just like, you're on a train, and then it's a long journey, and then one more station. 
and then you reach the destination. So like that, you reach all this planet and then you get to Brahmaloka is just one more place to go. From there, spiritual world. But to take birth in Brahmaloka, one has to be very, very special also, very pure. Because Brahmaloka is almost like spiritual world. It's, it's a heavenly planet, but Brahmaloka, where Brahma lives, is, is, a, is people are very realized people, very saintly people. They're not like enjoyers. In the local, they're more enjoyment. Brahma local, they're very like great devotees. They live very long life, but they are great saintly devotees, like Lord Brahma. So they can go to Bangkok if they want. And Brahma will convince them, because Brahma is a preacher also. That's why he came here as Haridash Thakur. He has never, he has not moved by any, anything material. He was so attached to chanting. We know the story of Haridash Thakur. The prostitute was there. He, he, he didn't attend to her. In fact, after three days she became a dude. Shaved her head and, and so, this is the position of Brahmaji, Hare Krishna. Um, now, when uh, Brahma came here as Haridas Thakur, so during the period, period somebody was in charge or just was a momentary? Ah, it's very quick. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, Brahma Loka, he, everything is going on well. It's not like we live here in chaos. But Brahma is also manager of this universe. So it's well organized. Just like we go away, he makes sure everything is back up, he arranges who is doing what. And Brahma here is very quick. And, uh, uh, you know, when Lord Brahma stole the cows, it's for one year, it's just a second. That's one year. So Brahma's life, however long it was, it's not very long. And Brahma, Brahma is very mystical. There was a Brahma also once fell down. He became attracted to his own uh, daughters. This happens, but he quickly became, he realized his mistake and he fixed himself again in Krishna consciousness. That's special Brahma. He changed his form. He changed his body. So, like us, we, we also, uh, sometimes mentally we become all down to something. Attached to women or something or the other. Uh, mentally. So Brahma mentally, he can change his body. He became attracted to his own daughter. The very beautiful. Or a fat or a man. Because Lord Brahma is um, not like God. He is one of the living entities, the highest living entity. So he can also fall down. But he, he can also pick himself up because of his highest consciousness. He represents the high consciousness. His Brahman realized. So he can immediately wake up. We, we also, uh, like sometimes we know this is wrong. And we can immediately correct ourselves. That's why to read books, attend the class, pray to Krishna and help us to um, keep ourselves fixed in Krishna consciousness. It's just a practice. So, if it happened to Brahma, it happens to us too. 
somewhere I also read that uh, the next Brahma uh, will be Hanuman. Hanuman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are, they are universal management. It's all organized. Yeah. So that means Hanuman, after that, once he has that pose and leaves, probably he will go back to the Vaikuntha Loka rather than being here. There, there, um, sometime Krishna will uh, post, give post to a devotee who is very special devotee. Because also those devotees are not ordinary. They know they can manage so nicely, but they themselves are detached. So they make the best management. Because they can they can manage so nicely for Krishna. But he himself has aloof from it when it comes to um, entanglement or enjoyment. He knows his, his his job is to please Krishna, to do this as a duty to Krishna. So he's, he stays aloof, but he'll manage perfectly. So that's why devotee makes the best management. So I heard even when devotees go, they die, pure devotees especially, they go to other planet where Lord is performing the pastimes to assist. So I feel sometimes this that's my opinion. Some of our great devotees, Sanyasi, they leave early. Maybe they leave. Prabhupada need them there. Why Pamakrishna Maharaj or some other? They had, he was only 50 when he left. They had to go. Prabhupada wanted them to go elsewhere too. There's so many universes, material universes. They also need preaching. I guess. So it's not that. There's a reason for everything. So in, similarly in the management, in the universal management, Krishna selects certain devotees, very famous devotees. Universal devotees, like that. Just like we have this temple or many other temples. We have not anyone can manage. We have certain devotee who is qualified. So it's Krishna's arrangement ultimately. Sometimes we're finding fault. But if we didn't uh, jump to conclusion, there's always a reason for everything. There's Krishna's hand and everything behind. So when it comes to universal management, Lord Brahma, that Krishna put in there. So he is the highest living entity. So he is required to be very pure, not just any ordinary person. So Hanuman and or someone else, because there's so many universes. For Hanuman, uh, he can sometimes expand himself. Krishna empowers his devotees. Like Arjuna, you know, he was so powerful. There were others who were equal to Arjuna. But Arjuna was selected by Krishna to be the famous, to be the number one in everything. There were others equal to him. But similarly, there are other people who are also good at management, but Krishna will select who should take up the, the service. Yeah. This is for Krishna's glory also. It's for the glory of his devotee. To manage the universe is a big job, but Someone who is very pure, Vaishnava, they get the post because they can not only manage nicely, because also they will not be attached to it, the result. That makes the best. Just like so much money coming in, someone working in the bank or in your temple, so much money coming in, and your job is to count. You're not taking some for yourself. You know it's Krishna's. So they have camera, they have second person, you know, because we're not pure. 
We don't need those things for those who are pure. They know they don't take anything for themselves. They're doing as a duty for Krishna. So like that. So we select people who is going to be they're detached from all this. So they can manage nicely. And Hanuman, he doesn't have a family. You know, he's traveling and preacher, he's traveling preacher, traveling preacher. Hanuman, Narmani, these are all traveling preachers. Hanuman is messenger, Narmani is messenger, but they can also manage. Narmani, in fact, he is also the, the, the original deity worship, Padati. He is one who wrote the book of how to worship the deity. We follow that. Naradiya Pancharatma. And then Hanuman, that he he is simply his concern is to simply Lord serve Lord Ram. He doesn't care about anything else. So if they if they have to manage, they will be so good. There is no corruption. <laughs> okay. Okay, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Shri Baba Kinjai. Kandrasra Bhagavatam Kishan.